வணக்கம் வந்தனம் அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு மை ஷோ திஸ் இஸ் த லாஃப் சிங் டான் ஸ்டோரி அண்ட் நான் உங்கள் ஸ்பெஷல் கே இன்றைக்கி வந்து வி கோ நாட் ஸ்பீக் டு சம் ஒன் ஜஸ்ட் லைக் யூ அண்ட் மீ அ பர்சன் ஹூ ஹஸ் கான் த்ரூ ஹர் ஓன் சேலஞ்சஸ் பட் நெவர் லெட் ஹர் சேலஞ்சஸ் பிகம் ஓ டிஃபைன் ஹர் ஐ வெல்கம் சுல்பி டு மை ஷோ அண்ட் விஸ் கோன் பி அ ஜஸ்ட் அ கான்வர்சேஷன் இன்ஃபேக்ட் ஐ எம் கோயிங் டு லேர்ன் அபவுட் ஹர் ஸ்டோரி with you all together i told her you know she was about to tell me her life story i said wait 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 let's do this on a podcast so you know we'll get other people to be inspired by your story too so sulbi tell me about uh, what you were just telling earlier you know like uh, how did it all start uh yeah hi all and uh, uh as i was sharing that uh, you know i got married Mm-hmm. and uh, when i got married i had not even completed my graduation hmm. uh, i was supposed to become a doctor yeah i was doing my medicines okay. uh, but uh, due to some xyz reasons okay. i had to leave it in between mm-hmm. and uh, got married mm. and uh, i was 21 2021 when i got married and uh, at that time it didn't even occur to me about my you know about my profession about my education nothing mm. Mm. i was just too rosy and romantic about getting married just like the filmy stories okay that was the thing in my head and i was looking forward to a life full of uh, you know a married life full of romance and all the good things and freedom mm. and children and family mm. all uh, rosy rosy things Hmm. and i'm not saying it's not like that it hmm. is like that yeah but uh, somewhere in between that professional part of me that uh, that student part of me got lost hmm. and i never realized this loss also where did the gentle awakening you know uh, like they say you know when only when you are really shaken you know out of your comfort zone then you realize you need to move so what was that moment which really ha huh, i need to do something or improve my well, yeah. what was it what yeah. was your story yeah. tell me so uh, um my my first uh, my first child my son mayur when he was born mm-hmm. i was like so happy you know my dreams were coming true and mm-hmm. things like that and uh, then soon uh, you know it is time to send your children to play school and you know plan their education and schooling mm, so absolutely yeah so i was sending him to this play school where you know as a formality you have to fill in the forms okay the admission forms mm-hmm. and there is a bracket there is a section where you have to write about mother's education mm. and i was filling that form uh, you know just just simply mm-hmm. and when that section came where i had to write about mother's education okay i was numb mm. i was like i was so i i would say i was really ashamed mm. to write 12th pass okay. you know because i had not even done my graduation so that is where i realized mm-hmm. is it you know is it this what i'm going to give my child hmm. you know it all started with that feeling you know hmm. when he's going to school hmm. you know later when he's going to talk or even if he's not able not going to talk when i'm going to fill in the forms hmm. is this what i'm going to give him you know so what did you do so i i looked online for what are the distance education possibilities for me mm-hmm. because at that time it was not possible for me to join a full time course okay. with all the other commitments i had 
so I looked for what are the courses available online, distance mode, and I came across this Bombay University SNDT courses, <laughs> and uh, I, I I I applied for uh, BA in English, okay. in graduation, and I started that. I wanted to do in I wanted to do it in psychology, okay. but uh, uh, the final year requires some hours of uh, practical. Uh, you know where you need to go there and spend those hours. You need to give some commitment, so yeah. you're not able to. I was not able to, so I had to take up literature. Mm. Fine enough, good enough, because I wanted to finish some graduation. Mm -hmm. But again, in that, what happened? I finished my first year, and uh, in second year, I got eighty-eight into subjects. Mm. I was not able to get through. Mm. I had to write the re-examination, and I was pregnant with my second child. So to anyone who's <laughs> listening and thinking, you know what, I finished and I don't know whether uh, I could or should or continue. Look at her, how inspiring, okay? One after another and then a remedial and another child. Look at what life threw at her and she's stuck on. This is not the end of her story. Keep listening. Yeah, what I yeah so the very next year, like there is a gap of one and a half, two years between both my children. Mm. And uh, so I had to take a break again. Okay. And I was not able to write my exams. Mm. So ideally, which should take three years for, for completion. It took me five years to write that exams. And I remember that the last paper, last exam which I had to go and write, I was pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, the paper was in Jalgaon. My center was Jalgaon in okay. Maharashtra. Okay. And my parents were living there. So I had okay. taken that center. And it was my delivery time also. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I went there in, uh, you know, in the end of seventh month and things like that. Huh. And huh. my two papers, the ATK, the remaining papers of the second year were still to be finished. Okay. So I finished those papers full term huh. with my second child. Okay. Uh, you know, and... Uh, that's how I finished. That is how very tanam you are basically. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. would say that it is my kids who really got me to do and complete my... And I think your children are definitely going to be like intelligent and like I, I, I don't even know what word to say because you were constantly studying throughout your pregnancy, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I was actually. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you actually, wow, yeah. So, go on. So, that's how I finished my graduation and literature mm -hmm. and then uh, uh, you know I was busy with my kids and they were going to school but uh, I was also going through a lot of uh, stress myself mm -hmm. um, uh, so there was this there was this course this diploma which was offered by WCC college in Chennai which okay. is a one-year diploma in expressive art therapy expressive art, art therapy, therapy. Mm -hmm. yeah uh, it, uh, it is a counseling course mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, it's all about counseling using modalities which are more expressive in nature not talk therapy okay like dance for healing music mm -hmm. psychodrama theater and i really wanted to do this and this was a part-time course okay and so i thought you know i can manage with my kids going to school and that time i can go there and learn this okay and for one year I can do this okay. but then again the criteria for joining this course was that you have to have a background in psychology okay which mm. I didn't have mm. uh, so again I went online sought something okay I should find something on psychology so I got this Stonebridge University offering child psychology courses okay mm. I enrolled in that paid for that mm. and uh, I remember studying nights mm. 
because throughout the day I was busy with my kids both my kids being small mm-hmm. and very you know very minimal gap between them okay so my whole day was taken up so it was during nights I used to sit and study and write those online lessons wow and there were 21 chapters I had to finish and uh, yeah and uh, i finished it and i had the deadline because i wanted to enroll for the next course yeah so the thing which should be finished in 6 months ideally i wanted to finish in 2 months wow uh, and mm-hmm. that is why all that night studying oh. and writing mm-hmm. because i wanted to enroll for that wcc course okay and i finished it and i finished it with distinction Well done! <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Wow! Oh my God! It was some, you know, it was some course, and during that course, I was also learning a lot about because it was all about child psychology. Okay. So I was learning so much about, you know, me uh, as a parent. Okay. You know, because parenting was new to me at that time. So as a parent, also I was learning so much. Okay. And it was really very empowering for me as a parent. So I think it just came to me. Mm-hmm. God wanted me to be, you know, a better parent or something like that. And then I joined this one-year diploma with WCC. Okay. I finished the diploma. And again, after that diploma, it was my project to work with children with dyslexia. Okay. You know, at the end of the one year, that was my project. Mm. Yeah. No. But before getting this project, I was put on to Cancer Institute. in okay. the pediatric section to do expressive art therapy with children with those who are battling cancer yeah so i took up uh, i took that up mm. but at the same time what happened was my younger son mm. uh, he got a uh, health condition okay he is juvenile type 1 okay so it is during the same time when you know he collapsed and we were running hospitals mm. you know not trying to figure out what went wrong and at the same time this project was given to me okay. which was again about children moving with their you know uh, slimes and those bags and okay. terminal illness so i was not able to cope up okay so i asked i requested my faculty the college that i don't want to deal with children give me some other subject okay they told uh, you know we'll give you other subject but with children yeah. not with uh, health issues mm-hmm. go with uh, dyslexia yeah mm. so i said okay So I went and did my project with dyslexic children, uh, their self-esteem, and I presented a paper on self-esteem and expressive art therapy, mm-hmm. which was well received at an inter- international forum. Also, wow! So that's how things were falling, you know, just going on. I mean, I never realized that I will be standing in front of so many people in an auditorium and talking about dyslexia and self-esteem. I never thought it that this is going to happen. But so, <laughs> I, from what I gather, you know, I think uh, things have to go wrong first for it to become right for some people, you know. And I think, like I've read this somewhere, you know, uh, for some people, very early in life, they know what is it that they're going to do, and they pursue it and they do yeah, it. But right. for some people, right, they try different things, and they go through a process of negation. No. Yeah. I try this though. No, this is not me. Yeah. I try this and and some challenges happen and then you get detoured to it something else yeah. and something else and guess what? You know when you go through this process, right? A lot of wisdom comes from within where that learning itself, right, becomes so much more impactful where you can internalize it and right. then when you share it becomes a very heartful thing. 
right because you feel it on right. a very deep level because right. the journey you took was not an easy one right so yes go ahead yeah so yeah what i say is like when it is your plan and mm-hmm. if if your plan is coming into reality it's a good thing mm. but if it is not your plan it's god's plan absolutely yeah 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 i agree you know and and that experiences are those that which are so 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 uh um important for us to you know become because i all of us are roughly all of us are diamonds yeah. uh, unpolished one perhaps you know yeah, so yeah. this pressure you know this this faces that we go through this challenges are the ones i think just polishes and polishes and yeah. and here one very important thing is to expose yourself okay you know when you're going through such processes it is very easy for one to really close yeah you know get into a shell so what was you your uh, what was your uh, drive forward or perhaps how how did you express yourself throughout the journey to keep yourself going and till today you are still going and i can still see that you have a lot more to go and see yeah. right so what is that thing you know you you did mention you're a believer yeah. but beyond that like um, what are the other things that helps you see what i would share here is personally when i was always going through a low time a low mm-hmm. phase where i would like to i would want to or you know the only option i could see is to shut myself mm-hmm. you know there are times like that in yeah my, all of us go through that all of us go through it yeah. in those times when i i used to shut myself the only thing which i used to do at that time is to read ha huh. yeah to learn mm. not just to read to learn something mm. uh it keep it your mind it, busy yeah? yeah to keep myself busy With something uh, productive yeah something which can engage me so that i don't overthink mm-hmm. or you know i'm not drained into that you don't go through that rabbit hole of yes, going nowhere yes. yeah so always uh you know i i kept on reading something or learning something or doing something rather than talking about uh you know i'm going through this or i'm going through that and one more thing i would say here is mm-hmm. that i was never ashamed of going to counselors and asking for help wow that is <laughs> extremely brave and a really thing i, I a lot a, a great stigma revolves yeah. around mental health you know yeah. i think if a person goes for a, a yearly uh, medical checkup it's completely fine like as if the mind does not need yeah, some help yeah but emotionally yeah. you know you need to approach people who can really help you the professionals yeah. not like your friends and relatives i am not i am not here you know trying to put them down or up but i am saying here that when you are going through some difficult situations in your life mm-hmm. at that time people are going to give you lots of advice when you open up to them yeah right but a professional mm-hmm. will take you through them mm-hmm. you know that that situation to a point where you know you can stand and be empowered yourself to take the next step correct you know only taking advice listening 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 but not acting on anything is what happens in most of the cases you know it's really uh, interesting that you sh- uh, say this you know because see i am a a uh, fairly educated person i'm a medical doctor to begin with okay and um, mental health issues is something that has been happening in my family and we have i'm i'm aware about the fact that there is a chemical imbalance which happens periodically in a person's right. life but you know what even me the stigma for me to go and see a therapist 
never occurred so people like me till today we are still afraid of oh i don't want to be labeled i know something is wrong i will figure out i will take my own sweet time to uh, get it figured maybe i also think here it is not just the fear but it is the laziness also because when you are depressed mm-hmm. when you are going through a phase like that a low phase mm-hmm. you don't want to reach out and that not the lazy lazy thing mm-hmm. but reaching out where you have to move yourself from one place to another where you have to really go to some other person mm-hmm. so you know it is very easy for you to sit in people coming and giving you gyan okay you know advice you know you can do this you should be doing that this that but you actually taking up that effort of getting up mm-hmm. and going to a therapist every week on this fixed time mm-hmm. is something which you have to bring into your routine no matter how sad depressed angry frustrated you are if you have an appointment you have to do that effort so actually in that process you are taking an effort for your own betterment you are taking a responsibility for yourself okay let me tell you my story okay uh, it's not that i didn't want to reach out because i was uh, you know not uh, the lazy perhaps was not there i was looking for help i was uh, really really reaching out but the method that i took was i think as helpful as supportive it's just that if i would have seen a therapist it would have been a shorter cut see yeah. what i approach was i went to a lot of um, like minded mastermind groups mm-hmm. do you understand mm-hmm. so i i was around people who spoke about growth mm-hmm. i was around people who uh did study groups and we did not speak about what our issues were but we were already focusing on growth 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 right. so when you're around that kind of energy you know somehow that taps in into you because everybody there is now focused on growth mm-hmm. so like you got, i got no time to be sad man i got to i got work to do right, right. so i need to be the highest version of myself so uh what i did was first before even reaching up uh to a therapist right now i have of course you know and it's happened very a, a very natural shift i think things happen to you when it has to happen i'm also a believer like um, you meet the right people at the right place at the right time right. so if that experience didn't happen to you much earlier because some other learning had to come you mm. had to meet different people and you had to experience those experiences mm. so for me that was a learning but to those who are listening and you are having doubts like should i go and see a therapist should i go and see a psychologist will i be branded as a crazy person or am i insane to do that please 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 you should please, go please just you go you should go it is just a way of showing that you are responsible for yourself you are taking the responsibility of your well-being and that is why you are taking this step absolutely this first step you take mm-hmm. and then you will progress in your therapy and you will be running yeah on your feet absolutely i agree with you so i think for you the shift came because you were already doing psychology yeah. you know so you were yeah. a little bit more exposed but to a lot of people i think a lot of awareness still needs there there and, and there, there is a need of that yeah. definitely there yeah. is so, yeah. so yeah that is one thing yeah and uh, yes coming back to your story about uh, have yeah, a bee so we were at uh, finishing the diploma yes. in uh, expressive arts and in distinction and, uh, that too yes and in distinction <laughs> and then uh, the, this work with the dyslexic children okay and uh, so i was working on the emotional aspect of that okay so when i was doing these therapies with these children mm-hmm. 
what I realized is that unless and until I know more about learning difficulty, mm-hmm. I'm not doing justice to my work. Okay. You know, because academics mm-hmm. and emotions mm-hmm. go hand in hand with them. Mm. We are talking about children who who are in whose intelligence is at at par with everybody else okay but for somehow they are not getting the numbers they should be getting in academics mm. and they don't even know why that is happening with them mm. right mm. so learning difficulty is something in which it has got nothing to do with the intelligence aspect of yeah. it right I agree. they are very much intelligent very much normal and beyond normal mm. but still they are not able to cope up with the academics okay so even if i give them boost through expressive art therapy you know therapy mm. but when they see their marks they come down understand so there has to be a balance between both mm. the academics as well as the emotions mm. so that is when as i told you i love to read i am a learner mm. believer mm. so i thought okay let me understand what is dyslexia first mm. so again i en- enrolled myself into courses of you know dyslexia mm. learning difficulty i mm. enrolled myself with dyslexia associations mm. and ild mm. and again pursued some more studies wow. side by side you know the different so kept work growing you did not i kept learning yeah i kept on learning and for me to do some therapy i have to understand totally okay so i found that i need to understand more about dyslexia so that's mm. how i did my certification with learning difficulty mm. and ended up opening up a bridging school called okay. roots the foundation nice for dyslexic children Okay. Where you know I used a holistic approach, okay. not just the academics or not just the emotional well-being of the child, okay. but both of these go hand in hand. Mm. And because of my background in child psychology, mm-hmm. you know I could do the parenting aspect as well. Nice. Yeah. So this place was a combination of all these things together. Mm. And since then I have been doing work with, uh, you know, parenting workshop, learning difficulty workshop. and motivational workshop through therapy okay uh so like this for past so many years like now i'm 40 really <laughs> are you oh yeah. my god i thought you're like 28 or something no, no, seriously no, 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 no. oh my god you guys you have to see her in person <laughs> i was actually asking her like how young are you in comparison to me she looks like a baby really <laughs> Uh, so, so that's what I'm not trying. Oh my God, she's blushing here, but like that's the truth, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, so last year, you know, I would not say last year, also just four or five months back. Okay. You now I'm again now I'm pursuing my PhD in uh, gender equality. You go, so, girl. <laughs> when I was reading some some psychology papers and things like that, one thing which came really strongly. to me was to do something for women like me okay you know mm. married mm. uh and uh, happy okay but still you know there is so much potential inside you yeah there is some urge yeah. you know longing yeah. to serve which i only know today okay you know in all these past 20 years of my experience mm. where i am today and where i was when i got married is mm. is a journey course and i feel that when i could do that mm. you know when i could take this path and when i can feel how empowered i feel today mm. with all these experiences mm. you know it is not about going out and working 
yeah it is about you feeling empowered within yeah you feeling that value of life for yourself absolutely you know that productivity as a human being mm. and i'm telling you women are much more capable than men when mm. it comes to you know productivity yeah and if you decide so to do it multitasking comes naturally to us you know it's something that it's our brains are wired differently in fact that we are supposed to, i mean we are able to do that so yeah we are blessed and only when we harness the true potential the shakti within us you know yes we yes. become true living goddesses yes and it is very important in today's time women helping women absolutely um and i think unless and until that really happens mm-hmm. a big change or you know that 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 positive vibe around us mm-hmm. what a woman can bring to another woman mm-hmm. uh, a, a man cannot bring i'm not you know no, i yeah, yeah, understand yeah i understand yeah i uh, i know you're coming from a very heart centered place yeah, yeah uh, because it's a very uh, soul filled uh, connection i think it works on a many different layers of uh, consciousness yes, as well you know yes, because yes definitely we you know we always need a man supporting us like yeah. i would say that if i didn't have a loving and you know supporting husband like i have mm-hmm. you know even to pay the fees of the courses i have done at that time mm-hmm. when i was not earning yeah. you know you need support like that yeah, men complete us yeah. no doubt yeah uh, and you need people to understand why you are doing what you are doing yeah right you know if i'm in the process of understanding yeah. yourself they need to understand you yeah, as well they, you know yeah because it, you know you you come across things like this what is the need of doing this yeah why you want to do this yeah i remember my first job was 5000 rupees in a play school mm. yeah and uh, The story is so interesting that we have to go to part two of the recording, right? So, uh, tell us what happened after that. Uh, so uh, that's what you know. Where were we? Like, I uh, I have been talking to you about my education journey with my Correct. children and things like that. But let me also talk. So we to say women need women. No, we were yeah, there. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I I feel that the way a woman can inspire mm-hmm. and help another woman mm-hmm. is um, is it's uh, I am not getting the exact word I want to use here but uh, okay, um, um, by just recognizing her very true potential that she's able to create anything and everything perhaps. see many times we come across uh, uh, things like in india okay. i'm talking about uh, indian society our culture where we come across uh, there are these words like women are jealous of each other hmm. and then there is this uh, relationship uh, thing between the mother in law and the daughter in law and hmm. co-sisters and hmm. friends you know when hmm. we talk about women in general in relationship with another woman here yeah it's yeah. not really well uh, yeah it is not very well defined it yeah. is not very uh, it doesn't bring all positive uh, vibes to it what i'm trying to say here is that uh, it is not just that women envy other okay i'm trying to tell here is that uh, a woman also care about another woman absolutely and it is that care we need from another woman it is the acknowledgement of that sisterhood absolutely which can really mm. lift us 
from where we are today to another dimension altogether and it is possible you know it is possible absolutely possible you know given uh, i think everyone just need a little bit of support and knowing that somebody's got their back and when it comes from a fellow sister right yeah you need to trust another woman all these media these tv serials they show you know <laughs> what is not supposed to yeah, yeah what is they, not the reality yeah, they kind they, of yeah they they show women as if you know the biggest enemy uh, for the other women and the you know uh, it is interesting how you got very uh, fascinated with the word domestication earlier yes yes so i'm not saying that you don't you don't get to listen those type of things from your in-laws or co-sisters or other women because mm-hmm. you know as women we are groomed like that from our childhood okay. so i won't say like for example when i was doing my first job as i was mentioning you yeah. it was for some 5000 rupees okay in a play school so i got to hear this from many other women okay that why you need to do this hmm. you know uh, sit at home aram se hmm. uh, in fact i was paying my maid more than mm. you know what i was getting at a school mm. for uh, working mm. so i have heard things like that but what i'm saying is that the other women who are saying such things mm. it's not that they are mean to you mm. i understand it from a dis- different perspective today okay. not then but today i understand it from a different perspective that uh, the women are exposed to such things only it's very beautiful and profound what you just shared okay because uh, i know of a lot of women especially here in india are extremely afraid of going out for any job because they are overqualified and they feel you know what i pay more for my maid and if i'm going to go yeah. out with this people are going to pay me some 8 to 10000 and that's just going to crush me yeah. so the conditioning that the self limiting belief and the others just puts them where they don't grow so your story is extremely inspiring because you see at that time i used to feel bad mm. you know when other people commented like this about me you know my my relatives or my friends women sisters mm. and i used to feel bad you know why they talk about this why can't they acknowledge you know my enthusiasm mm. you know but uh, at that time i didn't Uh, I used to think differently. I used to feel bad. Uh, you know, I was frustrated. I was angry. Yeah. I didn't want to talk to them. Mm. You know, mm. they don't appreciate. They don't understand. Just because they can't do it, they are talking like this. This is what the immediate thoughts. Your response. Which, yeah, yeah, responses. But today, you know, when I have look moved back, from yeah. that place and I look back, uh, what I see is that. the the people who give such comments actually are not doing it in a mean way they only have that much of information with yeah. them and it's they are knowing yeah so there is all the more reason for they, women like me who have experienced this and reached here and other women to really go and you know reach out to these other women who are still there understand i really 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 understand where you're coming from now you know you reach there and you tell them that you know you're not mean yeah. and look these are the things which are there yeah and so i say when i could do it so can you yeah there's n- no other better learning than a learning from a true person who have done it you see uh, right now in a, we are in a time and space where a lot of people are not very interested about how qualified you are actually you know they want to know if you have done it 
and you can really uh, share that through experiences so you become a master when you really go through it mm-hmm. it's just not your paper qualification really but like what um, i don't know if i'm putting it the right way like for example um this a lot of uh, people who are very successful in uh, makeup industry for that uh, you know makeup artists and all that right some may have great certification and everything else you know but if you really put to work and they see your work and they feel like you know what she has made a difference people are going to follow you more compared to people who really are uh, uh i don't you 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 know you get what i'm saying but what i'm trying to connect to you in this manner is that um it's not like whether you graduated immediately right after you finish you took your own journey and now that journey is what is going to become a learning for other people and you've done it so people are going to be more impressed by this story than just a person who have just graduated finished child psychology and dyslexia so you're a person who you're a doer instead of you know just saying you know what oh, i know this Yes. So I think people connect to the real stories, yes. right? Yeah, see because uh, when I uh, you know I don't even I I can't even say that I started this professional journey because I don't feel that I started it. Hmm. I have experienced my life and as and when things came to me, mm-hmm. I took up challenges. Hmm. I could do what I could do and hmm. I left what I couldn't do. Hmm. And right? it's so completely brave to say, you know what? It's okay. I'm going yeah. to leave this now. Yes. I will deal with it later when the right opportunity and the right time for me arrives. Correct. And I'll handle it differently and mm-hmm. I, that's what I saw in you. Yeah, and I would say it's a very slow and gradual process for me. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, 20 years of marriage, 17 years of working, maybe 10 years of professional life. Wow. So, mm-hmm. it is a slow process. I won't say like, you know, if you compare it with professionals, those who graduate and you know, they're out there, they have those plans and they have, you know, they work and in 5 years they have reached this goal and in mm-hmm. 10 years this is their goal and in 20 years this is their goal. Mm-hmm. I would say that I had never planned for such goals. But today when I sit and i look back at my journey i see that how gradually i have progressed how rich you have become with experiences you know how blessed you are because now you have two things you have a fulfilled married life with such grown children i can't <laughs> believe it you know and i'm very sure anyone at your age yeah who have done the professional life would not be having such fulfillment in life so sometimes it takes you know a uh, how do we quantify happiness you know it becomes a question mark again yeah i i i would say that at different stages of my life i had different priorities yeah that's exactly I, yeah, what i never had i never had one priority <laughs> yeah. my priorities kept changing hmm. and uh, my goals kept changing my interests kept changing absolutely we can have coffee you know yeah yes please uh, uh, she's so kind and wonderful to uh, invite me home to have coffee so yes this is coffee now with a special coffee day. time yeah yes. we have been talking yes <laughs> for quite some long time so uh, yes so nothing was fixed for me at times mm-hmm. i had these self doubts mm-hmm. that you know i'm jumping from one this to another this i'm doing this i'm doing that and when i used to look at other professionals and they're reaching they're doing great in their own field mm. i was like where is my place in this where do i stand where mm. do i belong mm. because i was doing so many things 
and uh, one thing i'll do and then i'll jump on to another thing and i'll jump on to another thing and i'll jump on to another thing so there were times where you know self doubt but for some reason i believed in myself again i would say mm. okay let me try mm. let me see where it takes there were pauses and then there were walking small steps you are steps. i think you are very undertoning i'm sure that 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 uh, dips you know that pauses were extremely excruciating you're underplaying it but i know <laughs> i know how it is you know because i've been there you know i i've been there not once many at times in my life where i've questioned myself over and over again like hey everyone who graduated with me are especially right now and what am i doing with my career i'm a, i am a fully qualified doctor everyone who graduated with me said that you know what i'm going to be a super good doctor mm. everyone told me that mm. you know but till today i have not picked up in that profession yeah because you know what you're exploring yourself yeah i i have come to understand and this uh this is what uh, almost 10 years down the journey is now that i'm getting the clarity that you know what i'm meant to do different things yeah you know i want my soul wants to experience different things mm. you know so no matter how many times i go back to that right something or rather just pushes me and drags me out of it you know and puts me puts me in such difficult situations where i literally have to hey you don't want to see ya open your <laughs> eyes la see you no so you don't want to see ya see la you know how many times you know yeah. so today it's come to me like you know what i'm not fighting with it anymore i'm i'm coming to acceptance you know what it was all a blessing in disguise because maybe if i was a doctor i was i would be able to help about 100 people a day perhaps my story could inspire a million people so for me to inspire so many people i have to go through go this go through it yes right yes so yeah i i i relate to you on every level when you say this thank you you know for for sticking on and you know keep doing and keep learning and keep improving and you know and now wanting to share and inspire more people so what do you have in plan for future uh yeah so this is how actually i want to know all the people also who are listening that this is how i came in uh, contact with uh, kartika special kartika. k yeah special k mm. because um, uh, i'm planning to do a festival in yes. march for mm-hmm. women mm. and i need a team yeah i need a team uh, of uh, light minded women to reach out to more women mm. yeah and to inspire them to motivate them to Uh, to enjoy with them to celebrate with to them, laugh sing to and dance yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and at the same time show them that there are so many 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 opportunities so many doors just waiting you know for them to get up and just have a peep mm. open and just look inside what awaits for them there mm. because the potential inside each of us mm. is infinite absolutely is infinite and i'm so inspired by the inspiration itself you know mm. a woman has yeah and uh, so that's how uh, i'm uh, you know we are forming a team that's the next thing <laughs> which is going to be happening people if you're listening and you feel drawn and you feel like you want to add value to this movement that we are creating slowly right now starting in chennai hopefully worldwide soon you know we yes. will bring together all these women 
who feel like you know what hmm i am not doing the right thing and i don't know if i will ever do the right thing i'm so lost right now you know i don't know if there's any hope for me guess what every one of you there is a lots and lots of hope and i'm sitting one i'm sitting with one person who has been if one word that she has said to us was belief i also would like to add hope just keep that hope all right because when you have when you're hopeful and when you believe right universe will align the right people so just work with that energy uh speak to yourself on a daily basis you know uh ask your higher self to show up and show you what is the right next step so what we are intending to create is uh like she said a festival you know where a lot of people will have so many things that you can actually start doing immediately so come and explore this festival and let's see how we can all grow together as women you know as a sisterhood and a, a tribe that this supports each other yeah a very productive woman it yeah productive self sustaining and also giving back to mother earth in you know uh, in ways that um, we can't imagine so some of the things that you think would be addressed in this festival what are those uh, yeah so uh, we are talking about uh, wellness here mm-hmm. and by wellness what uh, we understand or we want to bring is not just the emotional wellness mm-hmm. but also wellness in aspect of uh, uh, monetary independence yep financial wellness financial wellness mm-hmm. emotional as well as financial wellness but mm-hmm. but again i would i would say that you know it is not necessary for every woman to be really financially motivated mm-hmm. but it is very 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 essential to be productive mm-hmm. in whatever way mm-hmm. you know even if you are a homemaker mm-hmm. you have to be productive with your life Mm. you know you cannot be just sitting and whiling away this important this this wonderful this this miraculous life mm. you are gifted with mm. so how to be more pro- productive every day every moment mm. you know tap that potential inside you mm-hmm. and then if you find your place into some in, uh, you know into some economic field into uh, some monetary independence you are looking forward to that is also a part of this festival mm. so it is overall health and fitness emotional well being finances law for women education profession sisterhood yeah i i somehow have a very strong feeling that we're going to be making a lot of friends down hmm. the journey a lot of friends yes. you know suddenly you will have people to laugh sing and dance with and grow together because and learn you know um, the other thing that we were planning as a sequel was to eventually have this sisterhood meetings on a regular basis where all of us will have an opportunity to share uh, on a weekly or bi-weekly basis about something where we don't stop learning with the festival but there's a continuity program where yes. you know we keep learning growing motivating and you know and because if we don't learn i think you don't grow or you don't you know uh, a, a day spent not learning is a day not lived well yeah so absolutely so you have to keep learning and um there is a great uh, what do you call it a uh, joy in actually learning from each other 
yes you know trusting each other yeah trusting each other and allowing them to teach you and you know you uh, you don't realize how much you also have to to share. give yeah, yeah and give and learn uh, teach you know so that's going to be happening super soon you know so if you are hearing and feeling this call you know where to find us uh, we are yet to actually uh, find the correct name for the festival yeah so, actually you yeah. can also put in your suggestions yeah so <laughs> we are we are like uh, if you are listening to this and you have any name suggestion which are catchy and you know a motto that could come along with this let us know you know and we will definitely take this into consideration perhaps even give you a free ticket to the festival you know if you are yes. na- yeah, your your what do you call it your your name for the festival gets selected right so i'm very excited to to, to begin this journey and um that's uh, just uh, laugh sing and dance <laughs> through the journey sirbi right. what do you say right absolutely absolutely right so thank you so much for sharing your life story i think it was very honest genuine and this is a type of podcast i really want to uh create you know i want people to just have genuine conversations mm-hmm. because uh i think the most amount of learning comes from when you st- start to listen to their own life journey so for those uh people i i learn a lot from people you know around me so um i'm hoping that you know this uh, podcast adds value to uh, other people as much as it adds value to me because i i don't think we would have had such a in-depth conversation about you know uh who you are and what is it that you inspire to be if not for this so sure. i'd like to thank the creators of podcast and you know the ability <laughs> of technology and i'm just brimming with gratitude thank you so much for that wonderful coffee and complimenting me you know so i look forward to speaking to you more in regards to child psychology and what else and we will be updating right from time to time on the progress of the festival i'm sure so thanks again subhi thank you thanks to you so to everyone this is the laugh sing dance story and now on the special cake